You are listening to the Hustle Fearlessly podcast. I'm your host, Fabiola Giordani. If you're here, you're ready to learn how to leverage your expertise to build wealth and create more freedom. On this show, you can expect practical mindset advice, actionable marketing tips and strategies to build a business that brings in more profit, more ease, and more freedom. Let's dive in. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hustle Fearlessly podcast. And this for me is so awkward because the last time I put up a podcast episode on this platform was 2020. Okay. So I've been gone for a while and I first want to apologize for that because in 2019, when I decided to launch a podcast, I had no clue what I was doing. I just knew that I love to talk and this was a great way to connect with people and create content, but I had no clue where to start. With the little knowledge that I did have, I put together this podcast, but I don't think I was prepared to commit to something as this. And I wasn't an avid listener of podcasts myself, so I didn't know much of anything. Long story short, the truth is, even though I was knowledgeable with marketing and I knew how to create content, this just was not for me at the time. And so when I was you know, creating content, deleting content, And I was like, I'm totally going to commit to it in 2020. Life happened. And I was like, you know what? This is definitely not something that's on top of the, you know, totem pole. So I'm going to just put the shovel down. So that's what I did. And I'm back. But unlike your ex-boyfriend who keeps sliding to your DMs when you're happy on Instagram, I'm back with good intentions. I'm here to stay. I have some great content, lots of incredible stories to share with you, and I'm going to just help you and support you with growing your business and just really create the life of freedom that you desire. Trust me, I have been through a journey and I have a ton to share with you about doing just that. But if you just sat through all of this and you're like, who is this woman? I don't even know her and you're just meeting me for the first time, my bad. My name is Fabiola Giordani. I am a mother, a wife, a businesswoman. I am the owner and the CEO of Fabiola Giordani LLC, which is a launch and marketing consultancy that supports our clients with leveraging the expertise with courses and group programs and help them launch and scale them to six figures and seven figures online. Okay. Actually, period, because some of our clients utilize off, off, offline strategies as well to launch their offers. But anyways, that is what I do for work. I am a mother of two beautiful girls and a wife to an entrepreneur. So our home is pretty busy around here. And I'm just here to just share my knowledge, my expertise with you and support you in any way that I can with growing your business. Now, I thought about making my first ever welcome back episode about something completely different, but I realized I much rather take the time to share that with you over time because I'm sure there's going to be stories that we can circle back to that will definitely be a juicy lesson to learn. Um, but for now, for this first episode, I really want to focus on 2023 launch and marketing trends and predictions that I want to make that's going to help serve you overall for your business next year. Okay. So let's dive in. I first want to lay the foundation and preface this episode by saying the following, that although there you should be following marketing trends, not in a way to just hop on the bandwagon to get lost in the sauce, but in a way to add it to your currently existing like marketing strategy. So essentially you should already have a concrete marketing strategy that you're utilizing that's working for your business. 
By no means am I recommending that you break what's already working in order for you to follow these trends. I do believe in having a foundational marketing platform, a foundational marketing strategy, and then still be able to ride the waves of different trends. That's going to help you gain more visibility, help you gain more conversions, help you gain better leads, and help you get results better and faster because there's a reason why they're trending. You should be following the trends, but in a way that works for you and your business. So that's what I want to preface this episode by saying. So I am not one of those marketers, coaches who's going to be like, hey, just jump on this trend, ditch everything. Like Instagram's the only way to go. I'm not an extremist. You know what I mean? Funnels are the only way to grow your business. Live events are the only way. You will not catch me saying any of that because you are a whole human having a whole human experience with a different business. I don't care if you did the exact same thing as everyone else on this planet. The way that you do is unique. Your vision for your life and your business is unique and your team is unique. So there's different ways for you to create um, a marketing system that will work for you. Like I have clients who launch all through like based on their podcast alone. They don't do any webinars. I have clients who launch utilizing referrals. Like there's so many different ways to grow and I'm not about to put you into a process that doesn't work for you. So rambles complete. I just want to put that out there. Let's dive into, I think these are nine trends that you should be looking out for and should be implementing in your marketing for 2023. The first one is the one that's been riding the wave for the last two years. And if you haven't hopped on it, I don't know what you're waiting on, but it is short form video content. So reels, TikToks, shorts on YouTube, people love short form video content. So I'm an avid, uh, I like watching YouTubers. So I have a few that I love watching their content, mainly like um, DIY home decor and small space decor, because for some reason, (laughs) I'm obsessed with apartments. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. But anyways, um, I just love watching those. Now there are like about three or four of them that I'm dedicated to watching their long long form video no matter what, because they've built that trust and no like factor with me. So I'm committed. But for the most part, I don't really watch TV and I watch YouTube, but I watch YouTube shorts. So yeah, get on that. (laughs) I would... I think yesterday I watched like a ton of reels on capsule wardrobes and I watched a few comedy shorts and then I watched some other shorts from from, uh, van lifers. Here's my point. People don't have the time, the patience and their energy to watch your long 25 minute like live stream anymore. They just don't. Now, there will be circumstances where, you know, you might use it as like a mini training or whatever and people will come and show up. But for the most part, Most people are not going to sit around and watch super long videos on social or for your marketing in general. So you you definitely want to do both. Let me be clear. This is not where you're like reels only. Again, I am not an extremist, but getting into more reels. And what I mean reels, I don't just mean like the, the ones with the sound bites that are popular and trending. I'm talking about like you showing up and actually talking to your audience. And this will help you in so many great ways. Number one. Your people will be able to get the information a lot quicker. Number two, you can build that no like, and trust factor a lot faster because they get to see your face, hear your voice, and connect with you. And number three, you get to share your experience, your expertise, and just really be an influential part of the way that um, they live their lives. Or, you know, let's say you're a life coach, help them with their life or their business or whatever, right? And so... Don't think of this as, oh my gosh, I don't want to go dance in a video to make sales. You don't have to. You can literally be talking to the camera. You can use, you know, popular sounds. It's up to you, but get into short form video, which brings me to trend number two, your paid advertisement creatives. 
a lot more people, well, first of all, you will be utilizing short form video for your paid ads. So when you're running Facebook ads, instead of your static creatives, those are not converting as well anymore and people really don't care about them. They don't really care about your really pretty, awesome photos that you did with your brand photographer. They do, but not really. Not when it comes to ads because social ads, it's about being social. So it's not just paid advertising. It's going to be deemed as social ads. So as people are scrolling, they can stop and watch your short form video connect with you, whether it's going to be entertaining, educating. I think it's what people call it, where it's like education and entertainment. Anyways, um, or it's just you talking to camera. They want to be able, it basically is going to be a seamless scroll as a part of like their feed, right? And so what's going to stop them and have them like actually watch your content and connect with you will be something that they're already experiencing and participating in, which is short form video. So when it comes to paid ad creatives, you're going to see a lot more short form videos. Oh my gosh, it's so hard to say that over and over again. But um, then you're going to be able to get better conversions. Okay, that's number one, better conversions because video converts at an actually lower cost. Um, but most importantly, um, quicker connections with people and you'll see people click and engage with your content a lot more because again, they're already doing that through short form video, like reels, TikToks, and, and video, um, shorts on YouTube. Okay. Moving on <laughs> the, the third, uh, trend slash prediction that I want to make is that you will be seeing more paid challenges and masterclasses for better conversions into programs, more people doing them. Um, it's something that we've been doing for years, but you're going to see so much more people doing that instead of free launches, meaning free launches, meaning free webinars, free challenges. They still work. Okay. Let me just be very clear. They still work, but as we know, people who pay, pay attention. And so you'll be seeing more better attendant rates for your live events when people are paying for them, whether it's 27, 37, $97. Um, you're going to see more people show up, more people connect and, uh, especially you're going to see better conversions because you're going to have a room of more committed people. Now there is a process to these paid challenges and masterclasses. Please let me be clear. This is not about you throwing a dollar amount on your existing masterclass. That's barely providing any value already. Okay. Um, it's about creating a, um, a process a diff like each challenge, say you do a five day challenge each day is a different touch point that's going to move people closer into saying yes to your offer. There's a process to it. Um, but the point I'm trying to make here is that you will be seeing more paid ads. Um, I'm sorry, more paid challenges and masterclasses as a part of the launch process. So this serves you in so many ways. Number one, it allows you to make money upfront for your launches that will help you co um, cover advertising costs and anything else. But it's, number two, you'll be getting more dedicated people in the room. Again, it doesn't mean that if they're watching for free, they're not going to buy, but they're more committed. Let's be honest. If you've ever joined a free anything for a launch, let's say you're interested in a program, they're doing a webinar, you sign up, you have every intention of showing up live, but life happens, you forget. No matter how many reminders, text messages, DMs you get, automated DMs, you forget and you're like, it's okay, I'll watch the replay. Replay comes, I'm totally gonna watch it Saturday night. Saturday night comes, you're busy. You're not committed enough to showing up because there's all these other things happening, right? And so what will, what, paid challenges and masterclasses will do for your audience and for you is that they're going to be more committed to show up because not only are they paying, but most importantly, these are not things that's going to be available forever. You know what I mean? And so they're going to be more likely to say, I paid for this. I'm going to show up and watch this. Right. 
And so number one, it will be better conversions for your programs. Obviously, that's the longer term goal. But number two, you'll get money coming in the door up front for your launches, which will support your launches. And you're able to stack your offers, meaning the challenge will be the first offer. Your main offer will be the second offer. So you'll be able to make money that way. But also you're going to be able to have a room of more committed folks because they're going to pay to be there and they want to show up and participate. Okay. So that's the third. Number four, live, um, live events, like in-person events will be a great way to launch and market your offers. Meaning people want to be in rooms. Okay. (laughs) We've been trapped in our homes for like, I don't know how long we're finally out of course this year, but Um, People want to meet other people and in-person connections are such a great way to make that happen. And so you, my clients have been doing this for a while, like way before the Panini, they were doing live um, events. In fact, one of my clients sold out her um, offer on that first day of actually opening up the doors to her program because what we did was curate a room of people who were ideal for her offer and giving them a specific mission to come in person. And then of course she did it's such an incredible job. She's an incredible like event producer, designer, and coach built this incredible platform for her people in person. So of course, by the time, like they, she was supposed to have two days of pitching the first pitch, boom, everyone signed up who was ready for it and all the spots were filled. So live events, like in-person events are going to be such a great way for people to connect, to build trust with you. And most importantly, a great way to launch your offers. Again, that's an oldie, but goodie. But um, it's definitely coming back. So I want to put that out there. Number five, shorter sales pages. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not saying for all my copywriters out there listening to this, you're probably like, gasp, how dare she? You can still have a long sales page. But here's why I say that shorter sales pages will be become the norm, especially for 2023. Besides the fact that people's attention spans are getting way shorter. Um, I know that when we write sales pages, especially when they're long, especially when the price is higher, we're trying to speak to different types of people in our space, different types of buyers, right? All of that will still be valid and important for your sales page. The reason why I say shorter sales page will be the way to go is because gone are the days of just filling in the gaps with your content just to fill in the gaps and have people read it. Most people are skimming through a sales page anyways. They just want to know, like, what am I getting? Is it valuable? Is it going to solve my problem? Like, what's the benefit of this? And what's the guarantee that I'll be able to, you know, get an ROI, whether it's a a financial ROI, a physical ROI, health-wise, whatever, right? But the thing is, why you're going to be looking to, or people are leaning more towards shorter sales pages because you are going to have to work with your messaging. Better messaging and providing better value with your content up front, okay? Which is my next point. But you really want to have a sales page that really hones in on your message, hone in on your promise, and really create that space of safety and certainty for people to take action. You don't need to bombard people with like a really long six... (laughs) I remember years ago, I paid a copywriter thousands of dollars to write a sales page for me, okay? Now, granted, it did convert into a six-figure launch, but it wasn't my sales page that did that. Anyways, when I was reviewing this, it was 24 pages on a Google Doc, and it wasn't even double-spaced. It was a lot. I didn't even get to build it all out. It was so long. Um, and so my point being is that even back then and now, people aren't really looking to be here forever just 
reading a super long sales page. You're writing your sales page for different types of buyers, but you can still articulate and speak to those different types of buyers without having to have so much copy and inundate them. So before I move on to my next prediction, I want to say some ways to help improve your sales pages to have them to help them convert better, especially when they're shorter. What my clients, what we've done in terms of strategy is utilizing things like video ask as a way to get better conversions and, and have a better conversation with the people landing on the page. Also having videos on the page, video testimonials, but also having them speak to their audience with a short form video. So there's different ways to make this happen, but you're not going to see, you're going to still need a long sales page, but you're going to see less people using them. Moving on to my next point. Okay. Um, number six, you're going to want to have more influential content for better conversions. So this is twofold. There's influential, basically what you're going to see, the trend that you're going to see the most is you need to create a movement with your work. That's the point, right? What is the reason why you're doing what you're doing, right? Um, why should people care? Because there are so many other people doing what you're doing already. Now, yes, you have your own secret sauce, your own way of delivering things, your own methodologies that you've crafted. All of that is important, but so does everyone else. So why should people care? So being in, having influential content is not about being an influencer, although you are, because you influence people through your work anyways. But What's the reason why people should connect with you? For me, my mission has always been to support women with building wealth through leveraging their expertise. Like I want to help people create financial women, create financial freedom, but doing that through entrepreneurship and now even more so doing that through their expertise and really be able to reach more people, create more of an impact with their work, but while making money and having freedom, because that's something that's important to me. I want more women to have freedom. And the reason why that's important for me is because I grew up broke, broke. like we didn't have money. <laughs> um, but more importantly, when I, in my 20s, I had my daughter early and I was a single mom and I vowed to never, ever be in that situation ever again. Okay. And so my point is there's a mission, there's a movement behind my work and it's super important for me. And for you and your audience, they're looking for more about your movement, your, your, your reason for doing this work and not just only like, how can you help them? All of that is important, right? I want to know how you can help me. I want to know the results that you bring. I want to know that before I invest. That's really important. But it's really going to build better and faster connections and get you better conversions with your overall marketing efforts is that people want to understand what's the why behind what you do, okay? Um, so influencer, influential type of content doesn't just look at behind the scenes of your life and what you do but also the why behind your work, okay? So figure out that and start sharing stories about that. It's important for people to connect with you and to know that they can see themselves in your story or the stories of the people that you help. That's important, okay? So the other thing I wanna say, because we could be here all day, is that it's not just about your influence in terms of your movement only, but also how is your, um, the results that you're bringing into the world, how is that something that they would aspire to be a part of, right? The connection there. Okay, the other trend that I want to share with you is building out a signature marketing platform. This is not new, but it's important. So I remember years ago, it was just all about funnels and only funnels. Then it was all about, you know, um, you know, basically, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not an extremist type of marketing coach. Like I'm not gonna be like, it's all or nothing on this one thing. Now I do believe riding the wave, riding trends, cause that's important, but it, it's, 
For sustainability, for growth, you need to pick a signature marketing platform. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, a signature marketing platform is a main marketing platform that's going to allow you to reach your audience, consistently get you leads, and deliver an ROI. So I didn't say that you're getting engagement. Notice that. I didn't mention just engagement because engagement alone is not enough. You need a platform that's going to get you in front of your, the right people, get you the leads, and of course, deliver conversion in terms of sales for you. So engagement is not enough. That's not cash and business. You liking my stuff means nothing. I can't pay my bills with that. So if you're like, oh, I have one, it's Instagram. But is Instagram delivering an actual ROI in sales for you? If not, then it's most likely not the platform you want to leverage or maybe you're doing it wrong, okay? So um, examples of this in terms of signature marketing platforms could be Instagram, but it could also be your email list. It can be a podcast. It can be YouTube. So you get to decide what that is, but more if you want to leverage your organic content and organic efforts, you do want a signature marketing platform because if Instagram and Facebook goes away today or you know Pinterest, you want a place where people can meet you at. And one of the best ways lately um, have been podcasts. So if you want to start a podcast or a video podcast or a YouTube channel, um, that would also be great. But you can also start with something as simple as your email list. So sending a consistent email every week is also a great way. But gone are the days of just pumping money into ads, showing up on social only, being the only way, like the best way for conversions. You have to have like a multi-touch point marketing process. It's less, it's more simple than it sounds. My point is, choose a platform where, again, you're able to reach your ideal audience, you're getting actual consistent leads, people raising their hand, interested to work with you, and you're actually getting sales from it, Right. Um, and it doesn't mean that if you post, people buy. I'm not talking about that directly, but if the leads are converting, then yes, that's the best place to be, all right? Um, trend number eight that you want to um, look into and utilize for next year is collaborative marketing that taps into new markets and boosts your visibility. So yes, affiliate marketing is definitely a great way to go. I'm not just talking about that, but I know a large number of people who don't even have a referral system set up in their business, right? And collaborative marketing is referrals. It's also, you know, being a part of other people's podcasts, um, guest blogging, being featured in publications. There's so many ways to do that. But with the rising cost of Facebook ads and paid marketing and paid media, like partnerships are a great way to actually reach a new subset of your audience. Um, and they're actually, you can convert people better when your friend or, you know, a colleague is like, I definitely recommend you work with them because they're amazing, right? So this will be a key part of increasing your visibility to reach more of your best clients and connecting with other people. So some ways to do that, like I said, is guest podcasting, um, guest webinar hosting, there's so many ways, but having relationship type of marketing is really important. Summits, I'm not a fan of summits, but they work for most people. Um, so there's so many ways to get in front of people. I think this is going to be a great way for you to have fun and meet new people, network, and most importantly, be able to get in front of your ideal people without having to do so much pushing online. Okay. So collaborative marketing to tap into new markets and boost your visibility is number eight. I think I said nine, but I feel like I mentioned this one. Okay. So I want to circle back to paid challenges and masterclasses. I guess these are the same. I wrote them differently. But when you do live and paid, um, you know, challenges and masterclasses, these are a great way to actually build your list and grow your community. 
goodness. Tongue twisters today. Um, and then the last trend, which is not on here, but I'm just going to say anyways, is honestly, no matter what's going on in the world, you need to have, it's not, it's not a new trend, but you need to have a way to take your audience into actual leads who raise their hand and convert them into actual customers. You are a business, okay? As much as social media is about being social and showing up and sharing and all the things, overall, no money equals no business, and you know this, and you're already making money, you have a consistent flow, but if you don't have um, a process of taking your audience from spectators to leads to actual clients, then you need to fix that. And that comes with a lead magnet that's going to really be specific to your offer. That comes with um, a conversion vehicle that's going to work for your audience. And that comes with the consistency of a signature marketing platform that's going to work for your business. Okay. Um, so I hope this was helpful. These are my predictions and my, my trends that I want to share with you to look out for or to implement into your business for 2023. I'm sure there'll be more. If so, follow me on Instagram. I'm at fabiola.jordani. It's a new handle because my old Instagram got deleted. But anyways, it's been that long. Yeah. So follow me there for more. But yeah, those are the eight trends. I said nine, but it's really eight. Eight trends that you want to look out for, implement, and put into your business in terms of your marketing and launches for 2023. Oh my goodness, y'all. Listen. <laughs> This is another reason why I was like, I don't know if I want to speak on a podcast because sometimes I struggle to speak because um, I used to actually have a speech impediment when I was younger. Anywho, story for another day. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the first almost awkward episode of coming back to this podcast. I promise there will be more consistent episodes coming up and more juicy podcasts to support you in scaling your business to multiple six figures and beyond. All right. Thank you for so, so much for listening. If you like today's episode, if there's a trend that you want to actually implement into your, into your business, hop on over to my Instagram and send me a DM and let's chat about it. Uh, I love to hear from you and chat with you and just to learn more about how you are you know, making changes in your marketing and your launches and how you're reaching more people and most importantly, how you're getting shit done. Listen, I'm all about that. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Bye, gorgeous. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are ready for a simple and proven process to launch and fill your premium offers, then I want to invite you to apply for VIP coaching with me, where we're going to work together on selling out your offers so that you can create more freedom in your business. Go to the link in the show notes and learn more and apply. I'll see you there. Bye, gorgeous.